Hotter than the midday sun. Alright. Um, so, we have... <laughs> coronavirus up, up to date. I'm going to preface this by saying just flat out that all of this has gone too far. It's gone on too long. The shutdown of all non-essential, quote-unquote, non-essential businesses has gone too far. Um, and, you know, the unemployment promises that were made to people have not come through. The, the riches that were supposed to be doled out by the government have not come through. Um, <clears throat> they're talking about doing a second stimuli check, and the first stimulus check is working splendidly, wonderfully, marvelously. But uh, you know what? It's only working for Walmart, uh, Kroger, Giant Eagle, uh whatever, you know, your local grocer is, um, now, oh gosh, this is like, we're going to have a where's the beef scare. Some meat packing plants have been shut down because, or they've shut themselves down because an employee contracted coronavirus. Well, you don't have to shut down because one person has the virus. Um, yeah, you don't want your whole workforce to get sick, but the recovery rate is a lot higher than the death rate. In fact, we don't even know how high the recovery rate really is. Some uh, studies have shown that more people had this virus and never knew it than, than uh, we previously knew. Now, some people that had it got very sick back way, as far back as November, but they didn't know. They didn't know. The virus had not officially entered the United States at that point. But nonetheless, people were diagnosed with an unidentified respiratory illness. Let's listen to... A video clip about uh, coronavirus in Ohio. Local experts are weighing in on the governor's plan to reopen some Ohio businesses. Our Five on Your Side investigator Joe Paganak is digging into the details, including why many service industry businesses have been left off that list. Well, Rob, the governor says he's taking a measured approach, first giving the green light to Ohio businesses that can more easily control social distancing and mask requirements for employees and customers. To the best of my ability, I think we found the sweet spot. Uh, I think we found the spot that is, is most likely uh, to cause less damage. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine admitted his plan to reopen manufacturing, distribution, and construction businesses on May 4th comes with some risk of a COVID-19 relapse. Policy Matters Ohio believes the governor actually should have waited a few weeks longer. It's very disheartening to see that we're willing to put all of that progress at risk because there's been an uptick in, in sort of 
demonstrations and sort of outcry from the fringe elements. But some business experts say it's essential that Ohio manufacturers... All right, let's stop right there. Gee, many Christmases. Uh, what's this chick... What? Let's go back. Listen to the liberal... Policy Matters Ohio, a liberal think tank. Okay, the fringe elements. Here we go again. I'm on the fringe. I, I raise my hand. I admit. I'm part of the Christian right. I'm part of the religious right. I'm a right-wing conservative. I was a tea partier. Uh, I've been doing podcasts before podcasts were cool. And uh, so... Oh, by the way, like, share, and subscribe to my channel. Um, these are the people that this Policy Matters Ohio type that always got to criticize us. Fringe elements, they call us. Protesting. Some The governor's decision did not come based on a few protests from the fringe elements. The projected peak in Ohio has come and went. We did not have the projected 10,000 new cases per day that we were supposed to get at our peak. Whether it's because the virus is highly contagious, but not highly lethal, I don't know. Um, is it because of social distancing? Yeah, I, you know, obviously that, that played a role if people aren't interacting they're not going to get a communicable disease as easily so oh damn cigar went out <laughs> all right I have sinus problems and I smoke cigars, so sometimes the snot and the cigar smoke come together in my throat, and that's why I cough. Um, that was cute, wasn't it? Um, so these people want to criticize and call us the fringe. Well, we're not. DeWine said that, you know, the economy might reopen as soon as May 1st. Uh, he said that a long time ago, that that's when the danger should be past us. Now, <clears throat> nothing about this virus has lived up to the hype. And thank God, and I credit God for that. God is in control. And I'm very disappointed that the government infringed our constitutional rights and shut down churches. And I'm I'm offended by the churches that went along with that also. 
But the matter of the fact is people are hurting. They're out of money. And the government's going to run out of other people's money to give to them. Okay? I know people have yet to get their uh, big-ass, you know, uh, welfare checks they were promised from the Fed and the additional $600 from the state uh, that the Fed was going to dole out to, it was supposed to be for tip employees, and then it became for anyone that was considered poor. They just got a $600 bonus to sit at home. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, we've now come to a point where we're possibly facing a, a meat shortage. And this is why you should buy, if you can, buy from a local farmer, buy from local stores that get their food from local farms, and so on and so forth. But that's a whole nother lecture. The fact of this whole shindig is we came in lower than the number of cases that were projected in Ohio and nationally. The death toll is lower nationally than the projections uh, and so on and so forth. That's why we're reopening, not because of fringe elements that are protesting, you fucking bitch. All right, let's listen to some more video. Business experts say it's essential that Ohio manufacturing be allowed to restart with employees and guests required to wear masks while on the job and maintaining six feet of social distancing. The plan also requires that employers give workers daily health assessments, maintain good hygiene practices, and be prepared to shut down for a day to conduct full facility disinfecting if a COVID-19 case is confirmed. Because the longer you have plants sitting idle, uh, the more difficult it is to get them up and running. And the retail business startup begins on May 12th with mandatory limited store occupancy and 50% of fire code. Employees and customers required to wear masks. All food courts will remain closed with mandatory hourly store contact surface cleaning and social distancing signage. The governor's plan did not include a startup date for restaurants, salons, and fitness locations. Experts at the Mount Sinai Healthcare Foundation believe that was the right choice. We don't want to put anybody in a position, I suspect the governor wouldn't want to put anybody in a position where they're having to put their lives on the line in order to make a buck. And Rob, when it comes to retail outlets, the plan recommends a store doing deep cleaning once a week and use contact-free payment systems wherever possible. I'm Bob on your side, investigator Joe Paganagas. Joe Paganagas. All right, Joe. Ain't crap. Paganagas update. Oh, Lord. That might be my favorite new word. <laughs> Paganagas. All right. Uh, okay, let's see. Yep, lost my cursor. All right, there it is. So, governor's plan is for uh, reopening. Let's see here. So, there, okay, so five protocols to all businesses. Limit capacity, social distancing guidelines. No masks, no work, no service, 
no exception. That's the motto. So everybody that goes into a business, everybody worked in it, the business, uh, has to be wearing a mask or you're not allowed to work and you're not allowed to get service. I guess that takes effect May 1st because I've been into a couple businesses today and what nobody wearing a mask. But anyhow, uh, conduct daily health assessments. Employers and employees self-determine fit for duty. Okay. Don't know what the heck that means, but everybody take their employees' rectal temperatures upon entering the workplace, I guess. I don't know. Um, good hygiene. Well, you should do that all the time. You know, wash your freaking hands after you go to the bathroom, you dirty, filthy bums. Uh, it says hand washing, social distancing. That's under the good hygiene category. Um, clean and sanitize. Any good restaurant should do that after... Every person finishes eating their slop and gets up from the table. Uh, limiting capacity and social distance guidelines. Okay, this one interests me because they're frowning upon gatherings of 10 or more. Um, sorry for the YouTube people, just got an extreme close up of my face. Establish maximum capacity at 50%. Of fire code. Okay. That's a little more clear. So a, a restaurant with. I don't know. 50 tables. I would guess could only open. 25 tables up. Okay. Say my family works at a. A rest. A small restaurant. I would guess that. You're going to see seating at every other table. Instead of every table. Um, workforce, there's a workforce contract tracing. I'm not getting into that one. Uh, uh there'll be a link in the description on YouTube for this. Um, so there's a thing for confirmed cases. There's some slides after that video plays that you can look through. Um, you know, my concern with this is, okay, people do not understand, I know I'm rubbing my eye, how hard of a job something like, say, waitressing is. Um, and in Ohio, there's a different strategy to, uh, wait, we're going back to the videos playing again. Stay paused. Okay, so... Steps to reopening. Test, test capacity. Contact tracing. May 1st. DeWine said he knows there's been speculation there on when statewide will reopen. But most important thing isn't when, but how. The state will reopen. The most important... I already read that sentence. Gradual reopening will begin May 1st. 
all health procedures. Thank God. And I mean that literally. There are people... Like, I... The other day, yesterday, I started getting a toothache. And, it, you know, if it would have gotten bad enough or something, or if my tooth would have broke off, I wouldn't have been able to go to a dentist as of yesterday. So May 1st, all health procedures and operations that do not require overnight hospital stay can continue to move forward, according to an order issued by DeWine. Um, under previous order, March 17th, elective procedures were banned. Veterinary and dental services are included under the new order, DeWine said. The governor said that under the previous order, the number of visits to the hospital and doctor's office had slowed down, at, down and many people were missing important visits out of fear for the virus. Uh, yes, and that's going to be another concern for reopening businesses. Are people going to be afraid to go out to eat, uh, which they should have no fear of this virus at this point? But nonetheless, are people going to be afraid to go out to eat? Um, look, 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 focus, focus, Daniel son. Um, focus, grasshopper. If you're 90 years old, if you're 90 years old and you've got a bad heart and you got COPD, and you got diabetes. You need to stay shacked up in your house. Call a neighbor. Call a church. Call a relative. Call me. Okay. Whatever. But don't go out. Okay. The most vulnerable people. And you know who you are. Are the ones that need to stay sheltered in place. And worry. Those of us of average normal health, as long as you're not a Chinese doctor that China wants to kill for leaking this before the, well, for warning the world that China had a virus out there that was terrible. As long as you're not that doctor and you're in normal health, like 30 years old, your rate of survival is very high. In fact, the overall rate of survival is very high. Okay. May 4th, an inf a date which will live in infamy if you are a Kent State Golden Flash. Under the new order, general offices and manufacturing, distribution, and construction companies will be allowed to reopen if they had been closed under the original stay-home order. All companies are now able to open or had been open must follow the following guidelines. Require face masks or coverings to all employees and clients and customers. Now, this is something that's going to be hard. Um, I mentioned the restaurant industry. Um, my mom wore a cloth face mask 
to Giant Eagle the other day um, to go grocery shopping. And she, she had on a mask, and I don't know if it was like her anxiety or claustrophobia, but she said she started getting hot. She couldn't breathe through the mask. Waitresses are going to be having a difficult time with this. Waitresses bust their ass. And it's a hard job. And you've got to be able to breathe good. Okay? And anytime I put some, anything over my face, it's usually either to block. Because somebody farted and I'm trying to block the stink. Or to warm myself up. Um, and, you know, I wonder if some of these people are going to have a difficult time breathing. Or, you know, waitresses carrying those heavy trays. They're heavier than they make them look. Waitresses make their jobs look easy most of the time. It is not. It's a physical job. So I'm wondering how they're going to do with wearing a mask and trying to breathe through a mask while serving. Um, conduct daily health assessments of employees and employers. Um, they want everyone's temperature taken when they walk into work. Because if you're running a fever, a weaver, um, that's a bad sign. It's always a bad sign. But we don't do it every day. Um... Maintain good hygiene, social distancing, wash hands. You should do that anyways. Clean and sanitize workplaces often. Uh, yeah, that's commonsensical. Um, most restaurants I see do do that already after one customer gets up and leaves. It's part of what's called bussing the table, taking the plates away and wiping it down with uh, Clorox water uh, for the next customer. Maintain social distancing practices of six feet between people. Use barriers when six feet distance is not possible. Establish maximum capacity of 50% of fire code. <clears throat> then there's a little picture here. Um, of what's mandatory and what's recommended. While general offices are able to reopen, the governor asked that when possible, employees remain working from home. Lieutenant Gov John Houston suggested employers work to phase employees back into the workplace in a logical, safe way, including phasing in high-risk employees back to the workplace last. In other words, discriminate against elderly employees. Well, they and they need to be. They should have been the only ones ordered to stay in place. Under the May twelfth, under the new law, new order. Pardon me. May twelfth, retail, service, and customer-based businesses are allowed to reopen. All employees and guests will be required to wear face mask and covering while working or visiting these places. So this uh, would be, it shows a picture of a person shopping in a store, shows a picture of a mechanic, and that shows pictures of people in an office. 
and they're very uh, very politically correct picture. You have a white woman shopping, a black mechanic, and two Asian office workers. Way to be PC. Um, physical spaces. You guys can read this. There's a link in the description. Stay home order. Dwine said the stay home order is still in place, but is modified to allow reopening of the economy. Gatherings of 10 people or more are still not allowed with the modifications of the stay home order. You know what? If I want to have 11 people in my house, kiss my ass. I'm having 11 people in my house. And churches better reopen. God ain't going to let you get sick in God's house. While some businesses receive a date to reopen, many other business sectors did not, including dining, restaurants, hair salons, gyms, and daycares. Here is a full list of businesses that remain closed. Oh, come on. K-12 through schools, that's alright because kids are little germ machines. Restaurants and bars, carry-out and delivery services still permitted. That's ridiculous. You should be allowed to open a restaurant or bar back up at this point. The daggone data shows that this virus has less than a 1% death rate, and the rate of infection is very high, yes. But the number of people that actually get sick from it is very low, and the number of people that die from it is less than 1%. New research is shown, and they're not adding the new data and the new research into their policies. <coughs> now, I've been super duper, hooper pooper, scooper, supportive of the governor throughout this stay at home order. And I think it has saved lives. But now we're finding out different facts and different research from good, good research. John Hopkins Hospital, University of Southern California. Santa Clara, Stanford University. Good medical doctors are saying this virus is not that lethal and you should be allowed to go to, I'll read the list to you. You should be able to, but you are not allowed to go to hair salons, day spas, nail salons, barbershops, tattoo parlors, piercing locations, tanning facilities, massage therapy locations, and similar businesses, as well as restaurants and bars. I need a drink after reading all that. Wishing, wishing that drink was vodka, not water, right now. Older adult daycare services and senior centers. So that's like where grandma and grandpa go to play bingo and learn to knit. Adult day support or vocational habilitation services in congregated settings. Room, rooming and boarding houses and worker camps. Entertainment, recreation, gymnasium sites. Includes but not limited to all spaces of public amusement. Well, crying out loud, my living room is a place of public amusement. I got a stripper. I'm just kidding. I don't have a stripper pole. I wish I did. Um, but anyways, all places of public amusement, whether indoors or outdoors, such as laser tag, laser, oh, good God, don't play, la you know what, don't play laser tag, period, because it's stupid. 
laser tag facilities, roller skating rinks, ice skating rinks, arcades that don't exist anymore, indoor miniature golf facilities, bowling alleys, which are filthy anyway, indoor trampoline parks, indoor water parks, arcades again. Nice type editing, channel 5. And adult, adult and child skill or chance gaming facilities. That's, that's the same thing I'm about to read. Gambling industries, casinos, mini casinos, auditoriums, stadiums, arenas, movie theaters, performance theaters, concert and music halls, public recreation centers, indoor sports facilities, parades, fairs, festivals, carnivals, Amusement parks, theme parks, outdoor water parks, children's play centers, playgrounds, fun plexes, auditoriums, zoos, museums, historical sites, similar institutions, country clubs, and social clubs, spectator sports. Good grief, I'm going to die before I get to the end of the list of old age. Spectator sports, recreational sports tournaments organized Recreational sports leagues, health clubs, fitness centers, workout facilities, gyms, yoga studios, swimming pools, which are filthy anyway. Whether public or private, except swimming pools for single households. Oh, well, good. The government allows me to swim in my own house. I am glad of that. Thank you for you know not invading my privacy. Residential and day camps, campgrounds, including recreational camps. Recreational Ville, oh, for the love of Pete, you mean my cousin Eddie can't bring his RV to my house and park it in the driveway for Christmas? Oh, baloney stuffings. So campgrounds, including recreational camps and recreational vehicle parks, excludes people living in campgrounds and RVs. Well, Uncle Eddie did trade the worm farm for the RV, so it's technically his residence. So I guess he can still live in his RV, thank goodness. Um, <clears throat> these types of businesses, while very important, are hard, are a hard environment to control the virus, which isn't as deadly or sickening as once thought. And the state is starting with the easiest areas to control, DeWine said. While we will not, while they will not be opening under a first wave of reopening, as long as numbers continue to stay low, more businesses may be considered to reopen at a later time, DeWine said. Yeah, if they don't go out of business for no, for the lack of customers. Oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I'm on a roll. Well, look. The guard went unlit again. You know what? I still like Mike. Um, you know, he's still a distant friend, still a mentor, still uh, an icon in American politics who I look up to, but frankly, 
this chair needs to change. The new research that has come out in the USC study, the Germany study, this from the knowledge we have from the Swedish model of social distancing and not shutting everything down. Um, voluntary social distancing, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, all the, the new studies that are showing that people have had this virus and not known it, and people have had this virus and fully recovered, this needs to change everything. And everything with these shutdown orders needs to change and change now. Because all you're doing is hurting people. People that can work and people want to go back to work. Americans like their freedoms. And more and more businesses are starting to reopen. Uh, even if it's not uh, permitted of them by their state. More and more challenges to these stay-at-home orders are coming through the court system. Um, you know, in the restaurant business, it's very, very difficult to make a profit, period, point blank. But also, um, in that industry, you can be shut down permanently because you have to have so many permits uh, and things from, you know, public health departments, uh, just at your local level, you can be shut down. So restaurants ha and bars have no choice but to follow these ridiculous guidelines. But, you know, if you don't need specific permission from the government to stay open, you should just, you should be out there running your business like you would on a normal day. I mean, what, what can they do to you? I don't know. I do not know. Can They can give you a citation, I guess, someone said. Uh, I, I just, I don't know, it boggles my mind now. Too much research and too, much, too many doctors have said this was an overreaction. And from the beginning, even CNN, the Clinton News Network, said the had doctors on her saying that the reaction to this is going to be worse than the illness. And it is. But kudos to the people like the governor of Georgia that just, that are opening up and saying, let's go full throttle and, you know, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, you're going to have an increase in the number of cases. Duh. You're going to have a few more deaths. Um, but this whole flattening the curves or flattening the, yeah, the curve, or whatever that was called. Um, it's all, it's all done. It's over. I mean, medical science and research have proven it's not that bad. You know, our hospitals are not overwhelmed. We have temporary and extra hospital beds in case there's a second wave. But I tell you right now, Donald Trump, went, once he says, go back full bore. And these governors better start following that. Um, but 
there's going to be no resurgence because there has been no surge. And, you know, doctors are being laid off. Nurses are being laid off because hospitals make their money off of elective surgeries. You know, dentists, I mean, if you have a toothache, a dentist is a necessary business. I don't know why those were closed, you know. I mean, oral hygiene is very important to overall health. But th this went too far, and it's staying, it's staying too far. It's just gone, you know. I'm, I'm disappointed and disheartened after reading that. So, with that... That's the news that is good news. Link in the description if you're on YouTube uh, to this particular article I was reading from. And there's, there's more out there if you want to research it and look it up. So, good, good evening. God bless you and pray for each other. Amen.